And good morning. It is truly wonderful to have each and every one of you here this morning. Please join me as we sing the doxology, and that's found in your hymnal number 549. number 715. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Where can I go to escape? Where can I hide from your presence? If I climb to the skies, you are there. If I lie down in hell, there also. Can I flee on the wings of the dawn and camp far beyond the ocean? Even there your presence would follow. Your strong arm would grasp me. If I say, let the darkness enshroud me, let the daylight around me be night, I find that the dark cannot daunt you, that night seems as bright as the day, and darkness like light. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. Please join me with me in your hymnals to number 386, I Am Weak, But Thou Art Strong. Number 386.
Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that you have united our hearts already with the hymns that we have sung and the scriptures that we have read. And Lord, as we unite ourselves to you, we come before you with the needs and requests that we have in our lives. In God, it is a prayer request for each and every one of us that we walk closer to thee in all aspects of our lives. And God, we ask that you would help us to do that. Because we can't walk close to you unless we have your strength, your courage, and your faith. And God, we'd ask through the presence of your Spirit in our lives that you would give us that. Lord, we come before you also with the other needs and requests that we have, the needs of family members, the needs of friends, the needs of things that have happened this week in our city, in our state, in our nation, the needs of things that we are aware of that have occurred in different places around the world. Lord, your Spirit is reminding us right now about those circumstances, and God, we just lift those things up to you in prayer right now. We'd ask that you would inter intervene in a very special way, and God, that somehow your love would be present in all of those circumstances, and that people would turn to you for guidance, that people would turn to you for encouragement. And Lord, we would ask that we would be part of that guidance as we share our faith with others, that we would be part of that encouragement as you have encouraged us through the presence of your Spirit in our lives. We ask, we ask you, Lord, to help us encourage others as well. And God, we are so thankful that you taught us to pray by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for praying with me this morning. Our next hymn is number 325, Crown Him with Many Crowns. Number 325, Crown Him with Many Crowns.
Our scripture reading is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, beginning with verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Amen. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we are so thankful for the hymns that we have sung, the time that we have spent together in worshiping you. And Lord, I would ask that we would continue that act of worship in all things. Help me now, I pray, in Christ's name. Amen. You know, what's interesting about this weekend is everything on TV is trying to get you connected to watch one event, correct? And that event is going to be coming on in a few hours. And in fact, for the last couple of weeks, everything pretty much that you've been seeing in the news here locally is trying to get you connected to that event because it is a newsworthy story. It's a big deal, at least for this particular time of year and at this particular location. And in terms of connecting within our own lives, what are you connected with? What is the big story in your own individual lives that you are connected to? And how are you connected to that? What does it mean to you to be connected to an event in your life? 
It is my hope and prayer for each and every one of us that the main connection that we feel is about one event that occurred in our lives, and that's when we came to know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And that is the connection that Christ is talking about here in the scriptures that we have read. The fact that you and I have entered into a relationship with Christ, we are connected to God through Jesus Christ. And it is in that connection that we gain strength, that we gain courage, that we gain hope, that we gain faith. And Christ reminds us that each and every one of us, as we have connected to him, we are part of the vine. You and I are branches of that vine. Each and every one of us is connected to God the Father through the vine of Christ. And we are his branches. And Christ reminds us again and again that he always wants us to stay connected to him. And we maintain and we keep that connection by following this command that we love each other. That we love each other. When we love each other, we represent and connect to Christ. We represent the fact that we are his disciples, that we are his followers when we love each other. That is the command that Christ has given each and every one of us. And as part of that vine, as one of those branches, he wants us to love one another because it is in our own best interest that we love each other. Because God loves us. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, who lived a perfect life, who was crucified, who died, who was buried, and who was resurrected, and who ascended into heaven. That is what we are connected to. As followers of Jesus Christ, that is what we believe in. And we believe in it by faith. And in our own lives, it is a challenge, as part of that vine, as one of those branches, to follow the command that God wants us to follow. And that is to love one another. And in doing so, we represent what we claim to be as followers of Jesus Christ. Christ tells us in this portion of Scripture that we are no longer servants, but that we are his friends. Because we know and we understand the truth that God is talking about through his son, Jesus Christ. The truth represented by his life. The truth represented by his words. The truth represented by his actions. And you and I are part of that. Because we are part of that vine. And because of that, God cares for his vine. That means he cares for each and every one of us as those individual branches being a part of that vine. And because God cares about that vine and he cares about each and every one of those branches, 
His goal and His purpose for each and every one of us is for us to bear fruit in our lives. And we do that by following the command that was given to us at the end of this portion of Scripture that we love each other. Because that's what God always wants us to do. And because you and I are part of that vine and you and I are one of those branches, he reminds us that as we understand the truth about our relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, that he wants us to spend time understanding that truth. Now I know that there are two ways that you can spend time with people. They define it as either quality time or quantity time. And I would submit to you that in our relationship with God that we need to have both. We need to have quality time and that we need to have quantity time. Because when we do that, we truly understand the truth and the message of God and we apply it to our own lives. Now that quality of time can be in various types of situations. It can be at times when you're individually studying the Word of God. It could be times when you're studying the Word of God as a group of people or individuals. That quality time could be a time of worship. It could be time when perhaps you're listening to music or you're just reading the Scriptures and you just have that quality time understanding the Word of God and praising Him. But then there's also that quantity of time. Because you really don't get to know someone, you really don't feel connected to someone unless you spend time with them. Not just quality time, but quantity time. Because you really don't understand the relationship that you have with someone unless you spend time with them. Now I know that I have different friends and I have different family members and the ones that I am the closest to, the one I feel the most connected to, are the ones that I have spent not just quality time together, but quantity of time together. Because that's where you build the relationship. That's where you truly find out who someone is. That's how people find out about who you are, is spending the quantity of time with each other. And being part of that vine as one of his branches, for us to bear fruit, we need to spend time with God. A lot of time with God. Because if we're not spending that quality of time, if we're not spending that quantity of time, we will not bear fruit in our relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. In fact, eventually, as the scriptures have told us, that if you stop bearing that fruit, if you stop wanting to have that connection with God, you will be cut off. That doesn't mean that God's love has gone for you. But you're missing out on being part of that vine if you are cut off as one of his branches. And if you stay as part of the vine, expect that there will be some pruning, that there will be some things and events that take place in your lives that will help you mature as a follower of Jesus Christ. Accept those challenges. 
Accept those situations even though that they are uncomfortable and you lie awake at night with fear and you sleep on, you can't sleep because of those circumstances. But if you turn to God and if you remind yourselves that you are not alone, that you are a part of that vine, that you are one of those branches, that pruning that is taking place will not seem so difficult, will not seem so harsh. Because you realize that in that pruning, the only way that you can see yourself through successfully is by turning that situation over to God. Turning those circumstances over to God. Praying about those things. Reminding ourselves that God wants us to follow the command to love each other. Even people that are the most difficult to love, God still commands us to love each other. And in doing so, we are truly showing and we are truly demonstrating the relationship that we have with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Because we exist as followers of Jesus Christ to bear fruit. We need to exhibit external evidence about our walk with God. External evidence that shows and demonstrates what has happened to us within our own individual lives. Our relationship with God revealed. And where we show it is how we demonstrate that love to each other. Because we truly have to apply in a practical manner what God has done for us to others. We need to reflect in our lives the performance And I'm not talking about putting your game face on or being a phony or being a hypocrite. I'm talking about performance in the way that you and I show and demonstrate that love to each other. Because we exist. We are a part of the branch of that vine because of our relationship with God. And we need to exhibit that. We need to put it into practice. Because you and I have been chosen for that purpose. To bear fruit in our relationship with God. To show and demonstrate that love. Because if we don't do those things, if we are unfruitful, we have truly not accepted the truth of God's life in each and every one of our lives. And therefore, we are unacceptable before God. Because our relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, is not accidental. It did not happen by chance. God has a plan for you and a plan for me. And each day it is revealed. Each day His will is shown to each and every one of us. And part of that will is when we demonstrate Christ's love for each other. That we love each other. That we identify with Christ that we are His friends. We are not outsiders in the family of God. We are insiders. And because of that, 
you and I have an independence and a freedom that others do not have that do not know Christ. You and I have a freedom spiritually that is understood and exhibited in our lives by the grace that God has given us. The grace of our relationship with Christ. The grace of the forgiveness of our sins. And it's something that we have not earned. It is something that God has freely given each and every one of us. And because we have that freedom, because we have that independence in Christ, there's also a dependency in our lives. And that dependency is being part of that vine as one of those branches. It's showing that we have a personal relationship in Christ, in me. The scriptures that we have read this morning tells us, in me, in me you have a dependency as being one of my friends. And we know also in other portions of scriptures that we are one of the sons and daughters of God. In me you have that relationship. In me you have that personal relationship. We have that dependence. But in that dependence is something that is freely given to us and we freely accept. And our desire is one of following His will for our lives. Christ tells us that in my words you need to follow them. In my command you need to follow them. And there's a practical application of obedience. Doing so because we want to, not because we have to. Doing so we are obedience to Christ because it is the right thing to do for our own lives and for the lives of others. And we see that in that dependence, in the relationship we have with Christ, that we ask whatever we want. We ask in faith. We ask as a matter of Dependence that you and I have contact with God on a regular basis. Part of that quantity of time is acknowledging in prayer those needs and requests that we have in our lives. Because in doing so, we are showing and demonstrating that we are one of those branches being part of that vine. Because you and I are connected, and because we have that connection, we should pray about everything. We should pray and ask whatever we want. And God will provide to each and every one of us according to His will, according to His purpose. And when we are connected as one of those branches at part of that vine, we understand why God says yes to our prayers, God says maybe to our prayers. God says no to our prayers. Because we are connected because of the relationship that we have in Christ. And being part of that vine is something that is not temporary. This is a permanent relationship. 
When you and I accepted Christ as our own personal Savior, we entered into a permanent relationship. It is not temporary. The fruit that God wants us to produce is something that lasts and lasts and lasts. And the fruit that we produce glorifies God. Not ourselves, but glorifies God the Father. Glorifies the relationship that you and I have in Christ. Glorifies the fact that you and I are connected together as being one of those branches, being part of that vine. Because we are showing and demonstrating that command that God always wants us to perform. That God always wants us to obey. That God always wants us to be depended on. That we love each other. Amen. Let us take a few moments and prepare our hearts for communion. Showing and demonstrating publicly that we have that relationship in Christ. That we are one of those branches that is part of that vine. Let us pray. Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, you have reminded us this morning that you want us to love each other in all things. And God, you know that we are not perfect about that. That sometimes certain people are just so hard to love. But yet, God, you command us to do that because it is the right thing for us to do. And so, God, we come to you being independent in terms of our walk with you, but being dependent and that we need your strength. And you reminded us this morning, and whatsoever we ask, that you will hear our prayers. And Lord, we'd ask that you would forgive us for those times when we have not loved each other. Forgive us for those things that we have done in our lives that reflect a relationship without you. Forgive us, God. And Lord, you have reminded us that we are one of those branches that is a part of that vine and that we are your friends through Christ. And God, thank you for forgiving us of our sins, loving us just the way we are, and allowing us to publicly demonstrate that love that we are part of that vine by taking communion together. In Christ's name, amen.
received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake together. Our closing hymn is number 278, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. 278.
that we walk with you. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for coming. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.